Hi, and welcome to Total Success Training Podcasts. We recorded these to give you an insight into some of the topics we train on our open courses. Each of our podcasts have been recorded from an actual training course or seminar, so you get a chance to hear the interaction we have with our course delegates. How we lead, discuss, teach, question, and interact in a live setting. Our delegates always comment that our courses are both informative and fun. In each of our podcasts, we'll show a small extract from one of our courses, and you'll soon realize that we teach practical skills that can be incorporated into your day-to-day work immediately. If you like what you hear, and would like more information about our training courses, or would like to book one, please contact us on www.totalsuccess.co.uk. There are a number of key factors which affect your effectiveness on the telephone. Page 7. Factors affecting your phone effectiveness. Part of the message will be lost because visual communication is absent, therefore your attention may not be focused totally on the other person. You, you might risk losing vital parts of information that make up the whole message if, you, if your attention is not on the other person. When you're speaking to somebody, make sure you're, you, you are, uh, your attention is on them. Give them the respect that they deserve, especially if, you know, you are progressing within the sale itself. The fact that the connection is poor means that it may be difficult to hear what is said, uh, and this can cause distraction and irritation. Um, the phone is not the best bit of kit you're ever going to use. You wouldn't buy a hi-fi of the quality of what uh, you buy in a phone receiver. So it takes away a certain level of clarity. So we have to speak with good articulation and make sure that people can understand what we're saying. Your environment can affect the quality of your phone call, especially if it's noisy or there are distractions. The subject matter. In certain types of sales calls, uh, you may be in a situ- receiving a situation where a customer doesn't want to speak openly. Uh, I deal with certain organisations that sell health screening. Now, if you're ringing somebody up, in relation to health screening, you want to make sure that they're able to talk to you about it and not be embarrassed by it. So it's important that you get that right. So you can say to certain types of clients, certain types of situations, is it okay, do you have a time to talk at the moment? A little bit of courtesy at the beginning of the call is not a bad thing to use. Um, if the call is taken when you're in the middle of something, which uh, we continue during the call, the recipient may give more attention to work than the caller. Or the caller may really receive that your attention is not totally at them. And remember, you can always hear people tapping on keyboards as they speak. <laughs> you know, somebody's typing as you're speaking to them. So be aware of that. Uh, other obstructions might be they may be uh, um, annoyed at inconvenience of a phone call. They may feel hostility. Remember, if you're selling, there's, there's a level of hostility you have to understand. You know, you know, you are disturbing some somebody. Especially if you're ringing somebody on a mobile phone, you have no idea where they are. If, on a normal landline, direct line, at least you know they're in their office and, you know, they're in a business mode. If you're ringing somebody on a mobile phone, it's, it, it's quite difficult to assess exactly where that person is. And they may be driving as well, which they shouldn't have picked up the phone, but sometimes they, people do. Unfortunately, people do, even though it is illegal. There may be an unwillingness to accept what is being said, and there may be an unwillingness to accept the speed at which 
they've been asked to make decisions. Again, you need to be aware of the distractions and obstructions which a customer may feel in relation to a, a phone call. Remember other factors, don't use jargon. If you use jargon, you'll alienate people. If people don't understand what you're talking about, you're not selling to them. You need to be aware that some people are not clear, natural communicators. So you need to sometimes be aware of the thought of things, how you explain things to people, what you say to people. You may not understand, they may resent discussing it with you. So be aware of those. Be aware of these factors in terms of dealing with people. Also remember, there is that resistance to being sold to. Everybody has a slight resistance to being sold to. Some have a, quite a major resistance to being sold to. If you think about the differences between, let's say, advertising on TV and radio and a sales process. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I hate being sold to, but um, they have TV on, commercial TV. And a lot of people like adverts. They can control whether those adverts come on or not. Um, some adverts say uh, they like because of their creativity. So, you know, they make them laugh. They don't have a direct input in there. It's somebody showing you something so you can make your choice. Also, one of the factors is because adverts cost money to put onto radio and TV, it also infers a level of quality. And few adverts are any good which insult the intelligence of the viewer or the listener. So, remember, people like being sold to. <laughs> it's funny. People say, I don't like being sold to. But they go home and watch the adverts. They say, yeah, I TV last night. It's fantastic, wasn't it? And a lot of things you buy, you buy because you've seen it in a magazine or on TV or on radio. And in your type of business where you're selling advertising, obviously, you've got to remember that. People do actually make decisions based upon, you know, you buy your car, you buy your car because you saw it advertised. You buy your bed because you saw it advertised. You buy your food because you've seen it advertised. You buy, you buy lots of things. You feel good with the area of advertising. But what am I being sold to? Oh, no, I don't like being sold to. So what you need to do on a telephone call, if you're selling to a client, you must minimise any inconvenience to the client which may occur for, through the call. Your call has to have an element of interest which doesn't insult the intelligence. You might need to think about elements of creativity. Think about why would somebody buy something from us? Why would this person buy, as opposed to my normal clients? What's the angle that I need? Why, how do I need to be a bit more creative with this particular... It keeps you fresh as well if you're selling. Don't get into the old, what we call, into the rut, or the same old, same old, you do the same old thing, say the same old thing, you do, well, yeah, all the same. Uh, don't fall into that. You need, uh, you need to be conducted by somebody who knows what they're doing, again, confidence in product. Show an understanding and appreciation of the low regard which, which many cold calling operations are held. You can create a bit of rapport by sometimes understanding that people don't actually really want to speak to you. And in certain types of customers, you can create a bit of rapport, a bit of humour, a bit of laughter at the beginning, by just understanding the fact that, you know, this isn't, you know, you, you, you know this isn't your number one phone call of the day, or this isn't the sort of thing that you walk to work today saying, right, I hope they get 10 people selling to me today. No, it's obviously something which, you know, happens in your day. And I understand that and appreciate that. 
Uh, I know where you're coming from. However, this is something where, you know, Show an understanding of their situation. Don't fight against the fact that they don't want to speak to you. To you, because you can turn some people around almost immediately by showing an understanding. And you also need to show value to the call to the prospective client or prospect. Yeah. Remember the first few seconds and minutes of a telephone call when you're ringing a client, even client who's called in and is interested. Remember they. Uh, they, when we pick up the phone, the activity is now, we position activity as our top priority. When a phone rings, you're selling to busy people. Those busy people will have lots of things to do in that day. When a phone rings, it now that activity, picking up the phone, becomes top of their to-do list. Now, one of the things which you have to think about is... How quickly do they get you off their to-do list? Because they're engaged in an activity which is now on their to-do list, speaking to you. And your job is, in the beginning is to sell them the value of the time they will give you to listen to your product proposal, your service, your why, why you are ringing. You're, they're buying time, they're not buying a product. And that's why you have to think about enticing them, interesting them, making them feel that the time they give you is not a waste of time, but could potentially lead to something more valuable for them. If we get that right, we're doing very well in terms of uh, the initial process of selling over the telephone to the customer. Thank you for listening to this Total Success Training Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the extract and have taken away at least one technique that you'll find both useful and valuable. At Total Success, we run open courses on a wide range of topics, plus we have the expertise to run bespoke in-house courses at your location throughout the UK. We also sell training packs that contain full course instructions, a full set of PowerPoint slides, a copy of a delegate manual and all course activities. If you'd like more information about our training courses, training packs, or would like to book with us, please contact us on www.totalsuccess.co.uk.